to the Cardinal. I didn't recognize your game. I had no idea the Cardinal was so good. The whole time I lived in Boone, I went to the Cardinal maybe twice. I don't know. I'm not sure if you ever did that. And I've now gone to the Cardinal twice in the month of November. Top three restaurants in Boone for me. Yeah, no, and I think number it's three. And, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, it's top two. Uh, if you didn't see our post on Twitter, we, uh, we went back to the Cardinal. We had the fortune of going back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you also have an NIL deal? The good tidings. Uh, we went back to try the Justin Abson block burger, and both of us agreed that uh, I think I can go ahead and say it's the best burger I've ever had in Boone. Ooh. I think it's the best burger in Boone. Better than that porky style on Texas toast? Yes, it's a better quality. Yes, it's Quality yes. don't matter no, with qu- us. Quality don't matter with us, but I think if you put both of them in front of me, I think I'd have that block burger again first. <sighs> That's tough. Um, And then if you damn. couple it with the full meal with like the cardinal fries and everything. Oh and the- Tell them about the damn appetizer, brother. Oh my God! They we tore it up. They told us the specials, and normally, you know, I feel like at eighty percent of restaurants, you just don't listen to the special. Right? You're like, oh wow. Oh, okay, great. Hmm, huh? I will not order it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they told us that we had they had sweet Thai chili wings on special, and we we decided to split a thing and the jumbo wings too. So they got they got the, the whole the leg. Drum. They got the whole yeah you know, whole right. So <laughs> the whole bacon. <laughs> So, uh, we, we split it. Oh my God. Oh, mommy. Dude. I got a video. I'll post a video on the gold room. Uh, we, t- we took a video of, I had my flash on. So it's real. It's, it's almost explicit. Yeah. I mean, it's a tantalizing it's video. It's naughty. Yeah. I it's mean, naughty. Them things, to, them things are glistening. We have to put it behind the wall. Cause they, uh, what, they, they fried the wing, then grilled it, grilled the wing, then fried it. There was a combination. One of, of them gr- too. There was grilling, frying, and baking involved in multiple <laughs> stages. Uh, Anyway, y'all lucky too. I have the gene that makes cilantro taste like soap. So <laughs> you say it like you have like a debilitating disease. It is. Life would be easier I, if, if I didn't I have a disease. Be, that's why I'm picky about where I eat uh, like Mexican food because like all Mexican food is cilantro on it. So I can't give it a fair assessment because it tastes like soap. It's no fault of the cook. It's my fault. Or I guess my parents technically. <laughs> Call your mom and every I'll time. Take it out with them after that. Uh. After I ordered it, I saw on Instagram they had posted a picture of it and it had cilantro on there. I was like, fuck. So I waited right by. I said, sir, please. I got down on my hands and knees. Please, can you not put cilantro on it? And he said, not only are we not going to put cilantro on it, but we are out of cilantro in the whole damn restaurant. Yes. I said, thank the Lord. It was like heaven shone down. Dude. And no peanuts. I guess it's supposed to come with peanuts too. Which I would have taken the peanuts. That would have been cool. I would I prefer peanuts. Peanuts, peanuts, slits, peanuts, slits. Yeah, watch yourself. Peanuts. <laughs> watch yourself there. Watch yourself. No peanuts. No peanuts. Uh, yeah, but no peanuts. The wings were no peanuts. <laughs> the wings were crazy. They're inc- incredible. Poked, perf- poked perfect. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> do we need to stop for you to do some tongue twisters tonight? Cooked or pop up Cooked perfectly. Uh. Not honestly, not a lot of heat either. Mm-mm. It's not a situation they, where they, you finish eating and you're like dripping through the nose. No, it was it was kind of the perfect sweet heat balance. Mm-hmm. They, they put the sweet in the sweet Thai chili, but oh, yeah. it didn't feel like sometimes you can order stuff like that or even sometimes mango habanero. Yeah, uh, and it can feel syrupy. Oh, is, your, is your phone ringing? Oh God. Um uh Ter- terry Ter- mr mcliar um we're in the middle of recording an episode uh hey, hey. hey uh i'm sorry man you're sorry i listened to the episode we should have canceled that interview y'all are real good oh you think we're oh oh this is our oh, mr mcliar i'm i'm very happy to hear that you've come around to to see the light yeah, and it wasn't me. It was uh, it was uh, Mr. Edwards. He uh, oh, Ar- listened to it. Armani listened said, to the Gold Room podcast. He sure did, and uh, he said, "Man, I wish I was on that show." And uh, I had to tell him the truth. Well, that is that is big of you to tell the truth in 
Mr. Terry McLeyer. I, I definitely trust that now. Um, yeah, uh, I also want to just throw in there that, yeah, Cardinal bangs. Cardinal's collisions. Oh, you were listening to our episode right now? Yeah, uh, I, 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 we want to get on the, the episode like ASAP. So, you know, I'm here. Oh, well, um, we actually don't I have any. Outside. I can just wait outside if you want. We don't have any time in our episode today. Well, I'm already, I'm already not busy. He, you know, we'll just hang out. Oh, okay. Well, y'all just stay out there and, I don't know, till maybe later? Yeah. No, sounds good. Let's do it. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to hang out now, Mr. Terry. Okay. Uh, you do you like to be called Terry, Mr. McLeyer? What do you What do you prefer? Call me whatever you want to call me. All right, T-Mac. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll see you later, buddy. Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Okay. Celebrating time. Celebrate. What are we celebrating? We're celebrating Terry McLeyer apologizing to us. Oh, I missed that. I, I, st- I wanted to give you some privacy when you got that phone call. So I, oh, I appreciate you doing that. Um, all good things? All great things. He, yeah, he wants to come on the show. Uh, Armani or, or, or Terry? Uh, both. It was kind of confusing. Oh, I don't know if we have anything to talk about with Terry. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, he's out in the hallway. That's awkward. Yeah, I said you can hang. I, I said we probably didn't have room for him tonight, but. I guess we'll just record as long as we can until he leaves. I hope. Hopefully. So for our episode incoming, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to the Gold Room Podcast. I am Will Appstate Coneboy. I am Parker Stone, the Appstate Cone Enforcer. And Will, you just gave me an idea. Uh-oh. <laughs> what if we looked at what it would take to break the Appstate single episode, the Appstate oh, Podcast God. Cinematic Universe longest episode streak, and then we somehow found programming to try to do it we're looking at four hours minimum i don't know what the record currently sits at I'd four have... hours has got to be it's got to be over four hours right i i so at least that three hours and some and 30 minutes for mark what the hell would we do for that amount of time we just have to record an entire football game we'd have to have we'd have to have a decent amount of guests that would that would be shit. We'd have minimum. to have people like arriving and, and going. Yeah, coming and going. Uh, there'd have to be some good stories that we've probably held back on. Man, we, uh, or we could just tell a couple stories multiple times. <laughs> That's fair. We can tell the story. <laughs> we can tell the Bobby Marlin story. Oh yeah, four times, and each time the details get just like a little different. There's like mm-hmm. something a little. Like by, in one iteration, like I did threaten his son. Yes, you said, "Where's my son, J.K.? He's in the back seat of my car right now with a gun to his head." Right, which I think could be funny. Yeah, that could be enjoyable. That could be enjoyable. What if we did a four-hour interview with Bobby Marlin? Like we got Bobby Marlin, what, what? and we just we we just four hours. <laughs> Bobby, what was your life like in 1979? <laughs> Can you take us through that year? Month by actually no week by week. We should figure out how to build an AI Bobby Marlin, and we could speak to him. I feel like you know, you know, a year ago I would have said probably Foolish. like yeah, Foolish. this would be a hee-haw segment yeah. right here. Nowadays, like that's not outside of the realm of possibility. We'll give that to the eight-year-old editor. Yeah, I figured out. I hey, feel like they're eight-year-old editor. Add it to the list. All right, he likes us. Got it. He? If he can, they. I thought I was. I didn't. I have never met him. I haven't either. I just oh. assumed. I guess it's on me. Sorry. When you assume, you make an ass out of you, you and me. me. I know. You... I did it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm learning. I'm listening. I'm growing. How about that dub? Which one? We've had some good dubs she... this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The football dub, brother. Deeper than hate. Yeah, no, we that was uh, dirty birds. It was so weird because I feel like 
we've gotten so used to those games being close. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're, I'm traumatized by 2019 still. Like, yeah. I, and I probably will be the rest of my life. Um, that was, I think that was my first uh, Deeper in the Hate since 2019 that I've seen in person. That you've seen in person. That might be the same for me as well. Um, so, it, you know, playing Georgia Southern at home in a game that mattered for us, but not for yeah, them. Not, not a it, good like, I had horror flashbacks. <laughs> um, but it was crazy because I think talking to everybody that day, I mean, we Drunk Yosef was like, I don't feel good about the game at all. Drunk Yosef goes, I think we're going to lose and JMU is going to win. Yeah. Bad vibes, dude. Uh, Bad vibes. So it was cool to kind of like have a perfect kind of game where it yeah. was it, we're, after that like first couple drives first it, quarter was a little rocky right second quarter started a little rocky and then we kind of took like control after the it. after the back-to-back picks i think the game was, that was it felt yeah it felt good joey balls finished with four touchdowns he should have had five on the after the interception yep towards the end of the first half he had i think it was deshaun davis right right Wide open the end zone he just overthrew him a little bit right he almost dropped five Huddies on them dirty birds. Yes, and to break the all-time passing touchdowns record, like that's and he still got two games, right? Yeah, yeah. He's still Some got about two title games. game plus the bowl, which yeah. is even crazy because like a lot, you know, there's a lot of those records like Camp People's rushing record, whatever bowl game record, you know. I, there's a lot of potential for Joey, depending on who we get matched up with in a bowl game. To yeah, I'd love to play a team that's terrible in a bowl game. <laughs> I would. I'd be down for. If it's um, not gonna be a power five, if it's not gonna be a power five, I would love to blow someone out. Give me like, did Bowling Green get a game? Ah, uh, let's let's see. I if I, no, B- not, Bowling Green is bowl eligible. Well, give are. it, give them to me. I don't care if they're eligible or not. I want to play them. I want to play North Texas again. They were yes, great. They were phenomenal. Very play. hospitable. Great crowd. Great team. Wonderful energy. Really brought the best out of us really and we brought the best out of them mm. that's all they had damn whatever happened to yeah bowling green seven and five let's get let's oh, take that that'd be a battle eastern michigan's bowl eligible bring it on brother i Nor- want to that damn gray turf northern illinois our rivals they beat us uh, in basketball oh, they did that we could we could knock the huskos back yeah um so- i i want like a six and six power five team i like saw a- one projection that had us playing west virginia Finally, the Mountaineers face Ooh, off. Ooh, the, the Mount... I think it was the Liberty Bowl. Mountaineer mania. Uh-huh. Liberty Bowl in Memphis. Yeah. Uh, that would be a cool one. That'd Somebody be like, cool the one. Mountaineers pick off the Mountaineers. That huh? stadium's a dump, though. Yeah, do you see the, the concept for the uh, the new one they're building? Mm-hmm. The renovations? Yeah. Like a light all around it? I'm not convinced like this... I don't, I'm not convinced it's gonna happen, but... Probably won't have the light, No. But... It, it, uh, <laughs> it desperately needs renovating. Yeah. It's bad. It looks cool, though. It's yeah. a unique... Yeah. Unique archi- we like architecture on this podcast. Big, big yeah. architecture heads here. Big arch heads. Um, Archie heads. Not Archie State, though. Who will also be... I'd love to play Archie State tomorrow. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> like, who who said we can't play another Sunbelt team in a bowl game? Give us a team out the West the we play. Show me the law. Give me Louisiana this year. They're yeah. St- oh, I would love to play the Cajuns. Right. They're my favorite team in the West to play. I think I have to agree with that. In football, in basketball, my my answers change. Favorite, <laughs> favorite team in the West of basketball is by far South Alabama. I love yeah. playing Richie Riley. Football, my favorite is definitely Louisiana. Yeah, Troy, we have a lot of history with, but I just feel like Louisiana having those like three or four years where we always in the championship game. Now, favorite road stadium to see our team playing in in the West is Arkansas State. Yeah, or Texas State. I like both their stadiums. In, Arkansas, the, in the West specifically. In the West specifically. In football, I, I like Archie State's water feature. Texas That's State is cool. Really weird. I, the design of Texas State Stadium, I think, is cool. Louisiana's. They're getting a new stadium, aren't they? They released a design for it. Okay, they, but they not, said that the stadium was like done. Like they put like, they a graphic. Full, have up they fully for it. funded it? They did something because they put a graphic out. Good, good for them because it <laughs> it needs it. My favorite uh, Sun Belt Stadium, I, it's. Okay, I have two. Hot take: I like JMU Stadium. I, I know, don't. I know it's it's lopsided. weirdly lopsided, but I th- maybe it's just a nostalgia thing because my my grandma in Fairfax. Every time we you drive, drive by it, there, yeah, we go right by. It. So right. my whole life, I've seen that stadium. Yeah, so it's cool that like, I think, now we go there. I think once it 
whenever it finally gets finished, it'll look awesome. It'll be an amazing looking. I mean, it's state. finished right now. It looks perfect the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that drawing, that meme of like the really detailed horse, the horse drawing. Yeah, and, and it's like a stick figure. Right. My number one hot hot take: Georgia State. You like Turner Field? I love. I love it. Why? I love it. Why? It's multi multiple elements to it. I just realized there's a damn bird on this damn flag. You didn't realize that there's a bird on this. Describe flag? this to the good listeners. So, um, this is gonna <laughs> what the hell? It's gonna be a really niche tangent here. <laughs> um, for any uh, listeners that were fans of uh, the pop punk music scene in like 2010 to like 2000 and now. Mm. Um, there's a band named The Wonder Years. They released an album called Suburbia. I've given you all and now I'm nothing. And for the, I think this is the 10th anniversary, they did a special order of flags. The album cover is uh, a mascot of a pigeon mm. sitting on a roof of a house. And there it is. Um, well, this is actually a different angle. So oh. the <laughs> album's art is shot like this angle. So the bird's like very up close. So you get an alternate angle of the house. Yes, yeah, so you get the Whoa. front shot of the house now. Um, which I'll show you the art. It's Thank you. Thank you. Just, just for, for reference. The reasons I like, I see it. Okay. You get it. I now. understand it now. It now now it. it's all I'm looking at. I've right. looked at this damn flag for every episode we've ever recorded. I've probably swapped I've, the flags out in here. I don't know. You got to screen these things before I come in here. You can't just change right, it up. Right, right, right. But yeah, small, small detail. The reason I like Georgia State Stadium, number one, I like uh, creative reuse of infrastructure and development mm -hmm. uh number two i like that it kind of preserves the history you know goes could be number one could 1. 1.5 right preserves the history of the braves um number two slash three depending on if you make that a 0. 0.5 or not hmm. um if that stadium ever has more than 100 people it's gonna be it's gonna be a good environment the upper deck having the the capacity that it has right because of the mlb stadium right right it would be a great environment if there was people there. Now, one thing that is weird. I've been to that stadium twice. I don't know if it's been fixed. I don't even know if it's broken and fixes the word. <laughs> and people who have been there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you go to the away side where App State would sit, uh, you're on the kind of the shorter side. So you have the big stadium deck. I think like home plate is over there. And you'd then on your like side, you're short. It's similar to Charlotte Stadium. Kind of like walk the down into third the base line would be almost. Maybe. I don't know. Either way, wherever right. Apsay sits, there's just this like fence along the concourse. Mm -hmm. And if you look over it, it's just a pit like 20, 30 <laughs> feet deep <laughs> of with nothing? rock. Oh, what? Like they demolished something there and then never and filled it's it just in. Empty. Yeah. It's like if you jumped over there, you're dead. <laughs> how high is the fence like standard construction site like eight to ten feet but like chain link nothing that you couldn't scale oh if i'm if i want to get there i'm getting there baby okay yeah uh that has always stood out to me as remarkably dangerous right like a, a football stadium. A, a hazard that you couldn't ignore for multiple years yeah if, if any of you have been to this stadium and you know what i'm talking about Perhaps you have a picture. I don't know why I've never taken a picture of this. Ben Moore. <laughs> ben Moore, who I know listens to our podcast. He's, he's always told me that yeah. in the conversations I've had with Ben Moore, which yeah. is millions. Yeah. I've been more willing to do something else than go to, than play. I don't know. I was trying to cook there. Yeah, it's not but, working. Uh, it's not working. Fell buddy. flat. How about that? Uh... Georgia Southern, we beat them bad. Fuck them dirty birds. Uh, was it 55-21, I think was the final score? Yeah, sounds We gave up like a garbage time kickoff return, which was annoying. Right. Maybe like 24. They may have had a field goal or something. Overall, that was just a beautiful game. Uh, <laughs> a beautiful game. It's 55-27. Not only did we win, which is obviously nice. There's something to be said about you have your – this was a blowout win. You have your blowout wins that start from the kickoff. Within those first few minutes, you're on the board. That other team never has the lead. You blow them up by 40. It wasn't was never a competition. Right. Now, there's something to be said about a blowout where it starts close, and then you run away with it. 
I prefer those. I do too. That mean that means that the other fans are crushed. Right, they're demoralized. They came in here going, "Oh my God, we're up 14-0 or something in the well, first quarter." Especially for Georgia Southern fans, because for them to drive to somewhere where the air is breathable mm-hmm. and clean, um, and a the, destination, and the water um, isn't toxic, and then to have it, it all that hope cut so quickly and yeah. then they have they realize oh my god i have to go back home to statesboro yeah tough tough times I, you know i i don't like him as as much as the next guy but i don't wish that hate on anyone yeah that that's purgatory right purgatory <laughs> doesn't that old man <laughs> if you have never there's we, what's this look this up. is this is a good time to talk about try this. to figure out this guy's name i, I don't know how there's to... a man in the georgia southern fandom who has been for i would say the last 10 years easy every football game week he posts a video and that's, he's he's like a lawyer there it's kind of like a shakespearean monologue there's, and he like does sketches there's yeah. like characters but one if you've ever seen me post a video of a georgia southern fan saying your wood must be wet that's him. which i do anytime georgia southern does anything and i have one of him going folks i don't know i don't know about you but i feel like blowing somebody out but that's him here's another one that i have clipped of him doing like a nostradamus like a q a thing too he, yeah he's like reading what's in an envelope before it happens there's a woman that's way too young to be in this video that I've never really looked at until now. Purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to say purgatory. We need to get him on the show. But that's an example of every school's fan base has these characters, right? Their own little universe. And that guy, to me, is the penultimate Georgia Southern fan. Yes, absolutely. But like every like if you oh, I've posted one before of him waking up in like a like a little nightcap and he's like, "Oh, upstate Georgia Southern. Upstate Georgia Southern." Right. <laughs> right. That's him. I and that's where like I don't and, and and we found him the first time and then probably another year and a half we went by. Him, yeah. Well, it's just that every time we do this, we forget how to find him again. <laughs> And it's not as easy as you might think, because I just typed in <laughs> Georgia Southern Purgatory into YouTube, and it pulled up nothing. That, hmm. That's like, a YouTube I, roulette search right there. Right. It's like, what do I type in? Georgia Southern Football Old Dude? Like this. We one? will track this guy down, and I will tweet out a link to a video on the YouTube, on the Twitter. Yeah. Account, so you guys can support it, him. Everything he does is like beautiful meme potential and he like had stuff back from the fcs days yes yeah yeah. like he would be talking about games against against vmi yeah but like great great meme potential Mm -hmm. like if you are a fan of a college he probably has mentioned your school at some point in these videos like what would the content what 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 is i i need to go back and look at his content from after they beat like florida oh Oh, it's, it's got... When they beat us 2019, he probably had a banger. Oh, my. Probably something halloween theme. I don't want to watch... Oh, he definitely got the holidays. Like, Dra- I'm calling it Dracula. With the fangs and all. Probably a little makeup blood on his lip. I think it's... I think he... I w- I'm calling old-fashioned white sheet with the whole cut Oh, out. just a ghost. little ghost? Yeah, just a little ghost. That's good, too. That's good, too. Yeah. Had a funny... Uh, you know me. Always have encounters with fans. Um, opposing fans. When we were at Cardinal, there was a table of Georgia Southern. This one is fans relatively here. tame compared to your normal yes. encounters. This was a, a friendly, funny encounter. No one asking me why I'm sitting where I'm sitting and why I bought the ticket I bought, which I appreciate. Right. There's a ticket of Georgia Southern fans, or a ticket, a table of Georgia Southern fans. Um, they all look to be retired, and so this is probably their biannual trip to see old college friends, go to somewhere beautiful and have a good time and clean air. Right. In Boone, North Carolina. And drink water. And drink water. Yes, purified. And bathe. <laughs> long, long, they stay for a couple weeks. <laughs> As we're walking out, you know, I walk by, I go, I go, go at, you know, just something. Go at. It really was tame. Like, I was worried yeah. because you kind of had that face before you did it. I was going to suck my dick. Yeah, like something where they're going to fight it. Yeah, like yeah. last time I said, go app. And it really was just go app. You didn't stare them down. A little little fist raise. 
kept, kept, yeah, little, little, yep. haha, not like a. F- and then while I'm, I'm basically at the doorway where you get into like the little waiting room at, uh, at the Cardinal, and I hear this woman go, "Hell no!" I, I mean, it was guttural. It was like a, it was gruff, gritty, and this was a table of grown men old men elderly people almost and the only one that spoke up was this small lady hell hell no, no. <laughs> probably half food in her mouth still just like and and what was weird is we were leaving and they were there before us i'm telling you they were kicking it this is their oasis right and then while we left they were sitting right in front of the window so i started jumping in front of the window and that woman gave me a thumbs down <laughs> She probably thought about you during the game, too. Probably. She was like, damn. I shouldn't have yelled, hell no, Adam. <laughs> or, or she thought, like, oh, well, at least he's happy tonight. Uh, is there anything else about the game you want to talk about? Let's just talk about the vibes in 217. Yeah, so I was, I was going to bring this up. We, we originally talked about going back to 209, which is where we sat for the Marshall game. Right. Um, sort of that top level away section where we said massive vibes. If you're on the home side, it's the top left. Um. We walked into the stadium and immediately noticed that there were already a gaggle of southerners Dirty birds. up there. And we were like, hmm, this is not going to end well. They're going to they, they want to scrap. Right. If the Marshall people who we've on this podcast said many a time are very kind fans. Yes. George Southern, they would have put your head on a spike. No, I wouldn't have let them. I would have. <laughs> First, we saw Gus. Oh, we did see Gus immediately. Who? So, it really looked like recognized us. Shout out 100%. So, shout out Gus. Gus is Georgia Southern's mascot, if you didn't know. Active on Twitter. Very big blooper vibes, right? Just a mascot that has their own personality. Right. Gritty vibes from right. the, the Flyers. Wait, who's the pickle? Oh, God. The, the um, minor league baseball new pickle. phone who dis. Yeah, <laughs> he like he put, yeah he put his finger through his pants and it looked like a little pickle pee pee. One of those where it's like an official <laughs> account that tweets like it's not right. Uh, uh, the week of the game, he tweeted, "Gonna be in the same city as Absate Comboy and uh, Michelle Too Well. Not sure how to feel." Something like that. Right. Going back and forth, good vibes, just chit chat and wacky stuff. We start walking up the big ramp to- towards two hundred nine, and we see Gus. And I yell, Gus, Gus, Gus. And he turns around. And I don't want to say he makes eye contact with us because his eyes aren't his eyes. He he points his beak in our direction. He definitely looks at us and like falls over laughing. 100% knew who we were. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely knew what was going on. And so we went up another level and I got my phone out. And I, I posted this video. So I'll, I'll try to remember to retweet it on the Golden account. By I I said, Gus, Gus, Gus. And he starts crumping he started oh he was hit yeah he dude. did so shout out gus i'm sorry about the loss but I'm, i hope you know gus ha, uh rapidly rose up my sunbelt mascots list the little clip of him like climbing over the fence during <laughs> yes. the game yes. that's gonna be something we use for years right like i, I think he's <laughs> immediately my favorite mascot in the east <laughs> Immediately, I'll take him over the James Madison dog, the the pajama dog. I I described that dog to somebody at work this week, and Uh-oh. I said he looks like the mascot for a chain of car washes. Yeah, like car wash king. Yeah, yeah, that's what he looks like. He it's doesn't. Similar it's not vibes serious. It's to, not serious. Uh, Penn State's mascot, where it's like intentionally old terrible, and like yeah, like uh, like kind of childish costume, right. I think uh, I like Jamie's a little better. Penn State's is like past the novelty, and it's just kind of gross. Gross. Yeah, it's hard to point. it's hard to look at. Yeah, it's it's the same level to me as like human mascots. Yes, like Kansas State, Kansas State, Notre Dame. I, yeah, I ain't fucking with that. Like, no. I need you in big blown up muscle arms and like funny pants or something like that. You need to have a, a cartoonish you be a element. Yeah, right, right, yeah, right. You, right. you can't go half ass. You gotta be a mascot. Right. So we didn't go to a nine. We go to two seventeen, which is you're on the home side. We're in the top right, so we're in the exact opposite spot. Yes. As soon as we sit down, we realize this is where all the recruits are sitting, the recruits and their families. And boy, we show them a good time. That's what I thought. I say, hey, we're gonna show them what it's like. What app fans are about. Fan. Uh, as the game progressed, we realized they must have been 
instructed to not make noise or something because not a peep was no. said. No. Uh, none of the recruits were hooting. Certainly not hollering. Half of them, I don't feel like watched the game. I, no. Uh, so it was just, it was kind of weird. I, I don't know what I expected. I, I guess I just expected them to you know, be football fans, right? But it felt like they had been told. Don't to, like, show emotion. Up. Right. Like stay impartial. Like the Supreme Court justices at the State of the Union. Hey, man, until they sign that piece of paper, bro. True. Hey, hey, they're for sale to anyone, right? Right. You can't show who you're, who you're favoring just yet. We were having so much fun up there that at halftime, this uh, older uh, couple, there, uh, Tyler and Hollis. You say older like they were elders. I was about to explain. Okay, I was okay, about to explain. Okay. They, they uh, graduated 2014, uh, and then they have a cabin up in Boone. So that's how they wound up there. Um, they came up. They said, hey, y'all look like you're having fun. We're sitting around the recruits, and we feel uncomfortable anytime time we make a sound. Can we sit with y'all? We said, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and we brought him up. And, and then, then uh, we saw friends I, from college. You, you saw your right. boys from theater. I, I, uh, I was very, I just like heard my name being yelled. And I looked one section over during the first half. And my friends, Jamie and Kenny, and uh, who I saw Jamie last year at a wedding, but I haven't seen Kenny since uh, since he graduated. But we we did a bunch of shows together in the theater department. And like we were like, hey, pull up. Yeah. Come to our section. So they came over at 217. You already know Drunk Yosef came over with his fellas. They came through to 217. We had at least 20. We were 20 deep. At least. And, and it had, was, there was beer and seltzer spilled all over the bleachers. No one's drinks stayed upright. No. <laughs> and because we were near those uh, those kind of windy ramps, mm. every touchdown, we did a We, did we a were drip. jogging. We, we were ran, sprinting. I, we would run down. Stop at the bottom. Chop your feet. Chop our feet. <sighs> and then on the way back, we do quick cuts on all the tur- all the turns. Right, right. And we scored 55 points, so we did a lot. My it knees was hurt. a lot. My knees hurt at the end. Right, right. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I shouldn't have done what I did, but my knees hurt. Um, a, a woman was arrested right behind us. Okay, so you just did the opposite of me. She was definitely a freshman. I ain't no woman. <laughs> She's over the age of 18. She is legally, according to the United States, a woman. I also never saw her face really that well. Oh, okay. So okay. I couldn't couldn't really. Uh, her face was uh, melting. She looked so fucked up. Oh, gosh. <laughs> she did and, not... and that was early. That was second quarter, maybe? No, that was third. Okay. That it was, was third, after Which is very late for the Miller Hill crowd. Right. That's midnight. Um, That's midnight. But she was clearly probably had too much to drink and was being... She was in cuffs. Which is Being walked with two cops, another cop in front. They were waiting for a fourth cop to pull up in the car. Unfortunately, it was not the Tesla. Apparently, those are just four showpieces, right? And we're up there. We got hands on our head like like binoculars. You know, we're neutral third-party observers. Right. right. We're the poll poll watchers. The poll watchers. Making sure everything's on the up and up. No brutality going on. Right. Making sure the girl has a witness. If things go south, got to go to court. Right. Uh, I think we chanted, let her go. Uh, I, I think I yelled, uh, today is 1776. That happened. There was some just general booze involved yes. as um, she was being forced into the car. Someone in our crowd is, a, is an attorney, and they had their business card with them. So they were trying to wave her down and offer up her, their Which business is, card. Which is very odd. In this, <laughs> in this moment, we were with an attorney and a magistrate, which... It was a real uh, North versus South situation. Real it really was. It really was. And I felt like we were on the right side of history. I think so. Right. I think so. Right. Uh, and then she, yeah, she was uh, thrown into the car. <laughs> Not really. She was no, she gently was... <laughs> sat. And uh, away she went. Um, so, yeah, we saw quite a bit. Uh, we saw an arrest. We were 20 deep, 217 popping off. I mean, if you were standing underneath 217, you were probably getting dripped on right. by all the spilled drinks. Right. Uh, honestly. Um, <laughs> one guy... Was it Angelo? He predicted a pick six. Angelo did predict a pick and six. He, it was then we intercepted really and weird. ran to like the three. Yeah. It was like it was very so close odd. to being one of the funniest moments of my life. Right. He, and he was, was like, like calling it right here. He was just like a oh, pick six right here. And damn near pick six. It was very similar to like the South Carolina pick six. Almost yes. there. Yes. Almost there. Um it, so felt I mean, like, it was a great time. Overall just, hoot and holler. 2019 vibes. Yes, and <clears throat> that's a good thing to say. The last, and I think we might have said it, the since the Southern Miss game, it's been 2019 vibes. I don't know what that that mystical pickaxe that Sean Clark purchased. Shout out Lowe's. Um, 
And I think we said last week that if we go on win a Sunbelt title, whatever, that that deserves to be in the trophy case in the North yeah. End Zone. I feel I feel good about that thing going in there. Yeah. That or it should go like maybe above the Tigma sign is like yeah. you got to touch the pickaxe, then touch the Tigma sign, <laughs> and now you can enter the field. Right. I'm going to – I want your thoughts on this. Yeah. I think uh, as of now, I would say it's like 75% done deal. If we win on Saturday, it's 100% done deal. Sean Clark, Sunbelt Coach of the Year. Let me explain why. I don't, I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say, right. I don't disagree with you. Right. So I included a group of five guys, right, the podcast, and they said, we got to wait and see how the season plays out. I said, nah, I don't dis- I don't agree with that, right? Right. <clears throat> I think top of your head, people are assuming Signetti at JMU, right? They're ranked 11 and 1. Magical season, right. Right. I don't think that's what makes a coach of the year candidate. Absolutely, being that successful, well, I, let me rephrase. I don't think that makes you a front runner by default. Right. Coach of the year isn't based on your final record. It's based on where did you start, where did you end. And if there's any coach that has done more this season than Coach, coach Clark in the Sun Belt, I don't know them, and they're not playing in the championship game. Right. I mean, what Will, what's the biggest buzzword that uh, that college football anybody uses? I'm about to get choked up just saying it. Right, right. You know it. You know it. Fans at home, you know it too. Adversity. And I don't think there's another <laughs> coach in the Sun Belt that overcame adversity like Dude. like we did it at. Because we very easily, very, very easily could have ended up in the same spot that Marshall is in right mm-hmm. now. Where you start good and then you limp into that bowl game. Yep. We start three and four with a emotional loss at Monroe with a <laughs> right. 700-yard field goal to walk off about at a school where the fan base is considering maybe we should go FCS or not. You lose to Old Dominion. Which is bad. Terrible. There's no way to paint it. Bad. Uh, so that that ODU game is, was a turning point. Right. Well, and then uh, even the next week we didn't. I mean, it was almost like a shootout with a bad Southern Miss team. Right. Uh, and I think that's what started the win streak was that Southern Miss game. Right. The fact that we finished last year seven and five, but we had two FCS games, so not bowl eligible. Right. Right. We don't go to a bowl game. No thousand yard rusher. No title. No. Uh, no title game. Basically everything we were accustomed to gone. We start this year and look like we're on the same trajectory, right? We look we look like it's worse. We look like we might, you know, somehow right. end up worse. We we lose in algorithmically impossible ways to Wyoming, double overtime to Chapel Hill when their kicker missed two back-to-back field goals. Troy, we just let them walk down the field in the game. Troy, not Troy, OD, ODU. Who the hell? Yeah, ODU. <laughs> ODU. I was looking. They've got. It. I'm on the Sunbelt Conference's website right now. And they have a little ticker that goes across the bottom, oh. and for some reason, I don't understand why. I've been looking at the ticker as it goes by here. It's a bunch of brands, and then JMU and Troy. Whoa! It's just them, though. That's fucked up. It's just them. It's because Troy's not a postseason eligible. <laughs> like it's just very <laughs> odd that it's. Oh, it's. Oh, I scrolled down a little more. It's JMU's Alumni Association, but this is just Troy's logo. Oh. And it links to just their website. So shout Big out for donors. Troy paying, relationship. paying the conference sponsorship yeah. digital. But, but uh, we let ODU go down the field to to beat us. Yeah. Um, and on top of the five-game win streak, including the win over undefeated ranked JMU, to make basically we had a win out and then some to make the title game. Right. We did exactly that. Not only did we win that, but we are now – a top five group of five team in the country. And I would I would argue that to anyone. I think the way we have played in the right, month of November right. is as good, if not better, than any other G five team you can put us Right. I think I think I, I think I would agree with that. I think there's a couple that I would still I mean you, you obviously have Tulane, mm-hmm. um SMU. Toledo's ten and one, but we kick their ass either way. As is tradition. Oh, and that's you know if we're gonna if we get a MAC team, I know we were talking about six and six blow somebody out. I'd love to play Toledo this year. Smoke that'd them be, again. That'd be good. I like I like Toledo. Um, yeah, but I think I agree. Top five. Yeah, 
And think about too, we're I think we're one of the least penalized teams in the country. We have to be. At least with like uh uh was it processional penalties, like false, false start, starts, offside, yeah. Procedural. Procedural. Processional? We, <laughs> the royal funeral. The queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The queen's <laughs> funeral. But we are well disciplined. We uh, are we have a quarterback that has like shined through to be one of the top in the group group of five top in the country statistically i let's talk about joey joey balls let's talk about joey balls Shit. um and you you tweeted it on our account yesterday uh mm. where joey would fit in the fbs pantheon of of fbs era quarterbacks and i think everybody has him at one or two I personally would put him at one right now. Yeah. Um, just because I, I think, like, I got giddy when I thought about it last night. I thought about <laughs> Joey with Zach Thomas's offensive line and weapons. Joey Balls with Tommy Henney. Yes. Corey Sutton. Yes. Virgil, Darrington Evans. Yeah. A little bit of, a little bit of a Jalen Moore, perhaps? Yeah. That'd be dogs. devious, dogs. devious, yeah. and that offensive line. I feel like Zach's line was great. Yeah, it, yeah. I'm not Noah to say our Hannon, line. Colby Gossett, right? Not to say our line now isn't good, whatever. But that group was just dogs. Yeah, dogs. I mean, that 2019 team is the best Most team we've ever talented had. Talented fielded roster, and um, it's going to be hard to beat that team. Right. So yeah, if you put Joey Balls on that roster. If you put Joy Balls As on that roster, Canada, straight up. then we're talking bombs over Baghdad. For real. We are sandpapering everyone. And I've seen some great points that I hadn't even thought of. Um, I, I think a couple of people have mentioned this, but this year we did have to break the status quo. No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Sick to the stuff you know. Oh, my God. We are a pass-first team. Yes. Which is totally uh, the opposite of Absolute's DNA. Typically, we're a run-first team. But because of the curious case of the missing running backs that Sean Clark likes to do, which that is one that is one <laughs> criticism that I will I'll keep with you still on still persists. Right, Nate Noel did not take a snap uh, against Southern, and if that's because of an injury, I don't know. And it, every time, every time with Nate or Cam Peoples last year, it, it's always. Yeah, we thought he was gonna play, and then in warm ups yeah. he tried it and said, nah. "Should be good next week. Should have him back." And then in warm ups it'll be like, "Oh, I stepped on yeah. a cucumber or something. Yeah, now my leg's broken." <laughs> so Joey basically had to take the. He became the offense, right? right? We had to pass first to set up the run, and that allowed that ended up being the best thing that could have happened because that Joey's strength. He's a passer. That man slings it. Joey balls be. Dong shotting all the way down the field, dog. Right. Tearing it up. Right. He is, I I guess I'm an Air Raid fan or something. I love pass-heavy offenses, he's man. He's a, he's a gunslinger. He is. He is. <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of like, you know, Oklahoma Baker Mayfield type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. It's electric. You know, every time, every time he has the ball in his hands, he will. The Joey ball. He, something's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Something going to happen. <laughs> he's, he's phenomenal. I think it where it's tough because he only had one year and, and every other FBS QB has had multiple. If I'm looking at just individual year performances, I'm putting 2018 Zach Thomas number one. And that's the weird Maybe. thing with Zach. And that's the weird thing with Zach is that 2018 was his first year and best year. And then it kind of progressively got not worse in a sense he got bad, but it was just like not yeah that. And I'll agree with you purely on the eye test. I don't know if statistically he actually regressed. Right. It just felt like I'm just I'm regressed. thinking about like that last coastal game, that 2020 coastal game. That's that, a, that's exactly that what I was, was that was the worst game of his. 2018 career. Zach Thomas would have never had a 2020. Zach Thomas Coastal game. Right. Like, that That was by far his worst game of his career. That was, it was at the end. Yeah. Um. So, I, I probably agree that maybe that 2018 Zach Thomas goes up, but Zach's lows were worse than what we've seen from Joey's lows this season, I think. I would agree. I would say. Yeah. 
I think uh, Joey Balls this year, uh, not only has he just played very well, he's improved, mm-hmm. which is huge. And you got you to gotta give credit to the staff. They To find this dude from a, a JUCO in California. And he's just a straight baller. And he was supposed to be the backup? What the right. fuck? Right. Like, he enters the year at number two. <laughs> what the hell? Like, what? That can't be right. Right. Like, what happened in training camp? <laughs> yeah. Like, if he's number two, shit. Ryan Berger should be in the damn NFL right now. Um, You know, and that's for looking ahead to next year. I'm very hopeful that we get a year or two of Joey Balls at App State and in the black and gold because um, he could definitely cement his status as number one guy. Yeah. I think that is going to be a uh, – We won't be saying bombs over Baghdad. We'll say balls, balls over Baghdad. <laughs> you, you saw what I was throwing up there. You saw that. That's going to be a, a uh, an interesting – uh, off-season storyline, I think pretty confidently either Joey or Ryan are going to transfer. And I think it's going to be Ryan. I also agree with you. Just for playing time. Because if Ryan was supposed to be QB1, he's got the ability, and then he, and would he be, sees who's he, who, what Joey's doing. He'd be going into what would be his redshirt sophomore year. I think next um, year would be Joey's senior year. He's a junior yes, right now. it'd be his senior year. Um, I think, I think I agree with you unless, you know, I I hate the way that this is how things are these days, unless someone, a P5 came to Joey with a silly NIL offer, just, just a number that it would be irresponsible for his family to refuse. Yeah. Um, but I hope, you know, I hope all the love that he has received from App State fans. I hope he has received uh, love. His family seems to from, love it. Right. Um, I, 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 and it, there will be an IL dollars from App State, I'm sure, coming his way this offseason, as yeah. there should be. I mean, I just, I, I want another year, Joey. I um, mean, it, uh, Cardinal may drop the avocado Aguilar burger. I don't want that. I just, I'm thinking alliteration. Adobo? Arugula. Adobo? Arugula Aguilar. <laughs> They do have some arugula in there. They, they get Boom. fancy. There you go. Yeah, just get him a damn burger and he's settled. Or maybe like the Joey Balls burger. <laughs> the Joey Balls burger. And it's like bacon. His liver king testicles. Bacon, arugula. Oh, oh you come up with an acronym. Lemons. Legumes. And legumes. Beans, lemons. soup. <laughs> or salt. Salt. One pinch it's of salt. salt. But it's all right in the middle. So one No, man. Is it really is like salty. it is like six packs of salt <laughs> just poured on. It looks like powdered sugar on top. So, um, uh, Cardinal, if you're listening and you want to get us in on the Balls Burger. Yeah. We, we're going to need to cut at that Balls Burger. We should go. Next time we're at Cardinal, we should try to make that. Make the Balls Burger. <laughs> so, we got this guy, Joy Balls. <laughs> Come on. Let's do a little test kitchen situation. We, we could be like NIL consultants on that. I don't see why he'd reject that. It's a pretty good deal. Right, right. Yeah. Um, uh, let's wrap it up. Championship predictions against Troy. They want that. They want revenge for that Hail Mary desperately. They do. They do. They only have two losses. This is their season. And we're right. about to blow that shit up. I know. And that's where, like, I, I feel good. Kind of like we said about the JMU game. Like, mm-hmm. going into a game on the road where the other balls. team... You know, feels like they're on top, whatever. That's great. Yeah, I love that. It's the opposite of how it's the reverse from last year's game with Troy, really. Like, Mm -hmm. we were that team last year on top of the world, feeling great, overlooking Troy. Like, I wonder if the world, hey, I wonder if that role's reversed with how well their season's gone for them. Um, I'm calling 31 21 App State, 31 21 App State, and they're on a nine game win streak. I'm calling it 31 21. I think it's closer. 32-28 App State. Pussy. I think it's closer. <laughs> I think it's closer. I think it'll be a similar game to that Troy game we had last year. Really? Yeah. I think it'll be back and forth. Um, I hope I hope it's not similar. I can't take that. <laughs> Listen, we got spoiled this week. I mean, I think Tro- Troy's defense is good. Yeah. I, re- I mean. But we're better. Held Arkansas State to three points. The same Arkansas State team that dropped 70 a couple weeks ago. 
<laughs> Held Army to zero, Texas State 13, South Alabama 10, ULM 14, Southern Miss 17. I mean, they aren't letting people score. JMU only scored 16 on them. Sounds like Joey Ball is going to have to let them nuts hang. <laughs> He's going to have trouble running. Weirdly enough, they did let Stephen F. Austin score 30. And Joey Balls has close ties to Stephen F. Austin, as we know. As we know. Yeah. So, no. I, I, think, I don't know that. I'm making that up. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have no idea what you're referring to there. Uh, I, I think it's a close game, but I, I want to say the recipe for an App State win is clearly there. Yeah. I will say uh, a close loss I'll be satisfied with. Um, at this point, I'm satisfied with anything. Like we, right? Uh, we have at least hit. I think we're here, dead on the money on what my prediction for this season was. We said be. eight and four regular yeah, season. Eight and four regular season was was with a Sunbelt, uh, a Sunbelt Sun East, Sunbelt Sun uh, East title. Well, hey, that might be a good brand, the Sunbolt. Sunbolt, cut that out. I don't want people to take the idea. Eight year old editor, got it. All right. Um, yeah, and then the bowl game, we'll uh, we'll smoke whoever we play. Um. Maybe we'll play uh, Toledo and beat them by like 50 who, again. Who would the weirdest potential team, like FBS opponent, bowl eligible? Oh, who? New Mexico State. A Sunbelt rivalry. A former Sunbelt yeah. team had a phenomenal, one of the best in their program's history. Yeah. I would love to kick the crap out of them. Yeah. Wow, that'd be fun. Yeah, get out of our conference. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Mexico State would be like a dark horse. I'd be excited to play. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. Uh, any California team, just for Joey's sake, would be fun. For Joey Balls. Or any game that puts us in California. Home Homecoming would be fun. Yeah. Um, and then we got goddamn Auburn basketball. Yeah, Auburn basketball this Sunday. Jesus. What a what a wonderful... Everything's coming up. Yosef, what a baby. Mo- wonderful month for the Mountaineers. We'll see all y'all there. We're, we're definitely going to be there. Sold out home center. I never thought I'd see the days. I don't see it all. Oh, my God. Sold out home center... I'm going to be sitting next to Drunk Yosef and Dusty Corns. Boom. Um, It's going to be maximum vibes. Hell yeah. Maximum over vibes. I'm going to be sitting next to my wife. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) Have a good night.